Give her one of those Snapchat filters, you know? Snapchat filter? I don't want yeah. a Snapchat filter. Some flowers in her hair or something. Flowers in my hair. I don't do flowers in my hair. I'm not a flower in my hair, girl. Could you, like... I don't know what I am, though. What yeah, am I? I'm trying to figure it out. I know. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 49 of The Real Word. Oh my gosh. The word is up. I don't think I'm ready for 50 yet. It'll be Monday, so it. get ready. One week from today. We've got uh, four topics. If you're new to the show, if it's taken you 49 episodes to find The Real Word, I apologize. Aww. The format is one main topic, three rackets. We kind of decide if those you know three topics are rackets or not um so let's just jump into it i feel like i need to sneeze all right we'll do it okay. just get it out of the way just do it over there not okay. the mic uh topic number one today or the main topic our main topic will nar ask its members ask potentially you to back its vc fund that it could potentially start in the future this seems like more of a idea right now that's something they're actually going to implement well it sounds like so right now um nars in boston doing their annual yeah we're not there and it sounds like this article is really coming out because it's in response to another agent a connecticut agent that is there was asking um because they're they um it sounds like nar was up there talking about um their second century ventures which I think they own or invest in, I think it was 50. They were the ones that backed DocuSign. Yes, yeah. So they, they we're, NARS sort of invested in 50 real estate related Whole companies. Bunch of yeah. ones. And DocuSign just happened to be one of them, the which they one. made made money off of. So an agent there happened to ask, hey, like, what if you raise money from us agents? And it sounds like maybe that agent kind of. Well, they didn't know, but it sounds like that is in the works. They sparked something that maybe they had been talking about internally, right, and then right. and then it, it became topic of discussion. Yes. We know, and if you've been following the show, if you're not new to the show, you know that we've talked about it a lot, that there are billions and billions of dollars flowing into real estate from VC-backed firms, right? Like mm -hmm. Compass is a great example of a brokerage that came literally out of nowhere off of VC-backed Yeah, there money. was a lot of heat on that because was it, was it oil money? Was it... You know, people was it was it dirty dealing, money? Yeah, was it they're just dirty people? Either yeah. way, there's a lot of VC money coming into the industry, and so Nar saying, "Hey, should we now not take from dues? This isn't what we're talking about. We're not talking mm -hmm. about the dues, but mm -hmm. starting our own VC fund, and maybe out of our 1.3 million members, maybe in the article says maybe 500,000 yeah. would want to invest in this VC fund." And then they would have the upside of, say, a DocuSign taking off. Mm -hmm. They would have direct upside instead of NAR mm -hmm. getting the upside. That individual that invested, like any other individual investing mm -hmm. into a VC fund, mm -hmm. would get the upside and would be nice for the retirement. So what do I think about this? Yeah, would I you think, do it? I think that would I do it? Uh, I would have to know who's, you know, who's selecting the groceries right that's a that's a classic bill parcells line he's like okay. well if you want me to cook the meal then i better have a chance to select the groceries okay. i want to know who's selecting the groceries who's cooking the meal right so would i just dump my money into nar making decisions 
probably not. I mean, hmm. I'm forced to do it here as a member. Yeah. But I, I would probably, you know, in a, in a scenario like this, I'd probably, if I had money to just dump into a VC fund, I'd probably call somebody like Tom Ferry and say, hey, Tom, what are you investing in? Um, can I piggyback? That, okay. That's what I would do. Okay. Um, now, does it make sense maybe for a lot of people? Maybe if, if I mean, I'd love to see out of the already boast uh, part ownership of 50 real estate related mm -hmm. companies, which you referenced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see the track record of those 50 companies before I decide. And I, yeah. I'm certain the NAR members would want to yeah. do the same. It's interesting because they're obviously only talking about the one that they made Docu a bunch sign. of money Every, off of. DocuSign so always it's, comes I, up. It is sort of interesting to see which other ones they have now, invested in. What I like about this a lot is that NAR appears to be open to try to add more value in the sense of people's retirements and and realizing that the game's changing here and agents they've are going to They've been watching need, the real world. They've been watching the real world. Agents <laughs> need other sources of income to to have longevity in this business. This could be one scenario where an agent could have another source of income. Right. I think and there was an there was an article uh, there's an article right here uh, on Inman today don't count on NAR to solve your healthcare woes. Well, if NAR could solve that, that or something like this retirement, mm -hmm. those are two areas that I think NAR uh, potentially could add value and, and should be looking at. So I'm, I'm happy Absolutely. about that. Yeah, no, I, th I thought I thought I think it's great. I mean, obviously, there seems to be some things coming out of that. And like shindig. we always do, we'll link this article up in the uh, it sounds like though something is coming i mean they're they're they were announcing a new program that's coming out next year obviously they're they're referencing this agent asking this valid question so it sounds like something's happening so um i'm actually kind of excited to to read a little bit more about it and find out a little bit more because i would i mean i i would you would you would dump in some money i would all right yeah all right so so let's get into the rackets i'm ready you ready mm-hmm I got to decline this phone call so I can actually read them. Oh. Racket number one. <laughs> one. Should your real estate brokerage build a VR showroom? What's your thoughts? Racket or not? Uh, so I, I, so if, so it's, it's not going to be my money. It's going to be my brokerage's money. Yeah, but what if you are a brokerage owner? So think of it of a perspective of actually wanting to profit off of this. Yeah. Don't just so think about spending other people's money, Nicole. I know you're very <laughs> Nicole's very good at that. But but take it take the other angle as if you were so a broker. I think I mean I th we sort of chatted about it a little bit before we sat down here. I mean locally I feel like it makes zero sense. Um very rarely are people actually just walking in and wanting locally to where we are. To where we we're are in a we're in small shoreline towns in Connecticut. Connecticut. Well, Connecticut just in, in general is just like. So, so if you're in a smaller town, yeah. That, and here's here's my take on it. If you're not dealing with new development, you shouldn't even consider this. Right. Because if you think about this, how hard is it to get people to come to your office now? They want to go see the product most mm -hmm. of the time. They just mm -hmm. want to go see the house. Mm -hmm. Like getting somebody in for a buyer consult into your office is like pulling mm -hmm. teeth. So. If you're going to say to somebody, hey, drive a half hour to my office, to my VR showroom where we're going to see a resale, not something that is new construction right. that hasn't been built yeah. yet. Makes zero sense. Like you're going to see something that I could just go see the real thing. Right. If I got to drive a half hour to go see the real thing or a half hour to your office right. as a buyer, right. uh, let me just go see the real thing. Right. Yeah. But again, I mean, I do think it makes sense, you know, like 
again, we were sort of referencing, I was referencing like Miami or Florida where there's, you know, high rises that aren't built yet. And they yeah. actually then get to, you know, sort of elevate themselves to that floor to then see their their views from that level or what, what the what the condo will look like once they get into it. And that makes sense because you're talking about like potentially like 10, 15 floors. So you're, t I mean, almost maybe four or 500 units. I mean, that makes sense. You can makes take somebody and, and we do new development here. Yeah. We, we have the biggest new development on, on our part of the shoreline in Connecticut. You can bring somebody up to the fourth floor of the next building all day long, right? right? And we do that Absolutely. so that they can see the views in real time. Yeah. But they don't see a finished unit when they're up there. No. You, you know, there's no finished unit. So you, you're trying to tell them, hey, the kitchen will be here. This will be there and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and you know, certainly uh, other units that are finished out in the yeah. other building. Mm -hmm. But it's not the same as being in a VR showroom that is showing exactly where your kitchen is and the views. Right. So for new development, new construction, I love it because yeah, bringing them up in Miami to floor 20 is one feel, but actually having the whole thing yeah. finished around you is a different feel for buyers. I do think you need the population though too, because if we are sort of referencing this division, this subdivision or these condos that we're handling, the problem is too, is that a lot of these buyers though aren't even local they're coming from other areas too so this agent here andrew he thinks it was worth it that was from denver, Sotheby's denver? In, in aspen, oh, oh, aspen yeah. i'm sorry aspen he spent hundreds of thousands of and dollars he thinks it's on worth his. it but again i mean that must be something so super large see aspen i mean he's got to be dealing with a super luxury product that is yeah the buyers are coming not in, developed yet i feel like you're almost better off doing like a matterport where if they're not local so if i'm in connecticut and want to buy in aspen i can still sort of virtually see what's happening see i think aspen so he's he's uh he's talking about new development which makes sense but to me but they're still having to go to so the he's office. talking so he is he is he, he he's referencing yeah. There are, um, in Aspen, super luxury market. We know this. Mm -hmm. People are not living in Aspen and mm -hmm. then just buying a house. I mean, right. there is some of that. But but people are flying into town for the day. So that's where it makes sense. Hey, come to my office. Yeah. I've got a VR showroom. Well, you're We're the biggest when it comes to hours. making appointments. I mean, your job is you just make appointments, book appointments. That's a booking appointment. That's booking Fly appointment. Fly in. Fly come in. Home. Come to my office. We're going to spend three hours in my VR showroom, you're gonna get to see <gasps> everything on the we marketplace. Could, you know, it would be really fun though. You're gonna like have Disney. lunch. You could start like charging tickets for like the ride. 100%. Yeah. So Maybe I think it's it, worth it. If it if it's super luxury marketplace, it's worth it, and you're dealing with new development. If you're talking about the everyday American town that's dealing with resale properties, this is a complete racket. Complete racket. Complete right. racket. Although, I mean, it's interesting, though, too, because I'm certain that those small little towns are still spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on print ads. So, mm -hmm. I mean. So they could put some of that money there. Maybe they could. But, you know, hmm. are you going to add up enough? All right. I don't know. Racket number two, Realtor.com launches a new agent ad tool. The ad tool is basically uh, what every agent should have been doing the last four years. Okay. <laughs> this is my problem with realtor.com. Realtor.com. You guys are always four, three, oh. two years behind everything else. And I so, think it's launching like the seventh. Isn't that like yeah, today or yeah, tomorrow? Congratulations. Yesterday. Congratulations. You are three years behind the well, times. Well, I think what's interesting is that they are trying desperately to probably Let's, get more agents. Can we explain what it's going to be? Go ahead. All right. So the, the tool is going to be called local expert. 
It's going to be a tool that will follow prospective home buyers with ads across realtor.com search pages <laughs> in their Facebook news feeds. Everybody should have been doing this on Facebook for the last four years, five years. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, here's the one thing I'll say realtor.com is behind everything always, except recently, if you, if you didn't notice, they bought Opt City for 200 plus million dollars. That's something ahead of the curve because that's a direct Zillow has changed to PA4 because of what the success op city had in part. Right. And so this was something that was ahead of the curve. But everything else you do, realtor.com, including this, is super behind the so this is a racket today. It's a super racket. I think though where um where I think it'll be super beneficial for them are those agents that are are actually don't even know how to execute on that type on of so now what Facebook they can do is they're they're if, if they're already buying into realtor leads, this is just like another buy in like, hey, like now you can follow your client around. So is it a racket? Yes, but is it in in the big scheme of and it's of, something of, of realtors that don't know what the fook they're doing? It's not a racket. I right. mean they're and it's they're something offering something that the consumer may not know yeah. how to execute on. And it's something you should be doing despite the fact that you should have been doing it four years ago. You should be doing it today because it's it's basically today's version of, you know, if I were to open up the Friday real estate section in a newspaper and see the same faces right. as listing brokers, right. Right. this is the same thing. It's right. like, okay, I, I'm traveling around my mm -hmm. Facebook feed and I see you popping mm -hmm. up all the time locally. Yeah, right. So, but Realtor.com, you, you guys have got to at least be ahead of the curve on something. Well, I, I think the Op City uh, purchase they're, was the first sign of them doing that. But it's their that. own article, so. It is. It's your own article. <laughs> That's right, on the Realtor Mag. <laughs> All these links get linked up, by the way. And, mm -hmm. and anytime you see a Realtor Mag link, that's this one right here. All right. Them, I got to give them some love. Racket number three. When emotions run high in the workplace, do emotions belong in the office? Is that a racket, Nicole White? Hmm. That to you. How are you feeling today, Byron Lazine? Feeling great. Here, here's what I will say. <laughs> uh, today didn't really work out for me in the sense that, well, I will say, I. this is what I'll say. Say it. I did not do a great job being super focused during my morning routine. I went to, I woke up, went to the gym, did my 5 a.m. call. I went to the gym. I didn't work out extremely hard in the gym. I was a little distracted. I was on mm -hmm. my phone a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'll say that that had an impact on me personally today, mm -hmm. being in a little bit of a sour mood. Well, you're just sort of off. You're I'm off a little, today. I'm a little sour today. You're a little off today. Like you're like, as soon as this is over, you're like running. No, I'm not running. but. But I will say that your emotions can certainly in the workplace be controlled if your morning routine and if your life at home and if you personally mm -hmm. are in control. Right. So they have a little graph at the end of this article about like crying at work. 45% okay? of workers admit to crying at work. I don't know that I've ever. Well, let's just say, do you I'm think a crying? I'm a crier. Okay. Do you... But like, at, like it's like, it's really like usually in my car or like at home, but it's just like it, that's when it just like boils. But like do you think it's acceptable to cry at work? I, I actually don't. You no, don't? I don't. Wow. See, I'm, I, I think I'm, I think I'm the oppo. I don't. I, I think it's okay in the sense that if it's, now, if it's happening every day, that is not Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll step outside. I'm not going to sit at my desk and cry, like, during a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it's real and natural and it just happens, then, then it certainly – you don't want people to 
not be real because oh, they are I mean, I, express I have, I have, I'm, it's virtually impossible though for me not to be real. Right. Yeah. I mean, so you, you'll know when I'm pissed. Like, you know when I'm pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone I mean, know. everybody knows when I'm pissed, but yeah. I, d I think that if I have to cry, like, I'll, I know when I'm starting to choke up and like, I'll like excuse myself for sure. So have I, I guess then is that crying at work? Yeah, I Maybe. think. I, don't know. I think you want to. I mean, and and they're talking about most of the time tempers boil over. Sixty-five percent of when no, you got tempers. Fifty-two percent of the people said that they've lost their, their temper, temper at, work, at work, and sixty-five percent gone after a colleague. After a colleague, yeah. You're gonna go after a colleague most of the time if you have other frustrations in your life. If your morning routine wasn't freaking locked and loaded, because when you have, when I, I know when I really. It's almost like getting the sweat out. Is it the time out. change? It was the time change. The time change yeah. is throwing you off. The leaves are falling. What is that? There's a lot of stuff happening. It's getting um, dark. No, but when I go extra hard in the gym, which I did not do today, there are very few things that can fluster me, right? Yeah. Like somebody may say something completely stupid. A colleague, um, maybe even Nicole, might say something completely <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> which is, and, a, that's not abnormal. So. And I'm going to be able to like, you know, absorb that as okay. And then and then react in a much more positive way than right. than if I'm gonna let that, uh, you know, boil my temper. Or, or yeah, is that, is that how you do that? I don't know. Your temper gets boiled. My temper, temple tempers temper? get boiled. I don't know. Um, right? Like you've got to be in control coming in, and if you're more prepared than your colleagues, their emotions and all this kind of stuff aren't gonna. Preparation for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I and I do agree. I mean, I think that it. I, I think it really boils down to if it's not your morning routine. It's. I think it's just your foundation. Mm -hmm. You know, like what happened that morning. What happened with like your family or or your children or. I mean, maybe uh, what's really hard too is you can you know a simple email at six thirty in the morning can just for me can sort of derail my morning, which inevitably derails my day for sure because you're just constantly trying to catch back up. So. Um, yeah, I've got to get better personally at uh, the end of the day, preparing for the next day. I'm really, you know, passionate about my morning routine. If you guys yeah. don't know, 5 a.m. call, all this kind of stuff. But the end of the night can be just as important as that morning routine, setting it up so that you know, you know. So I think people can get uh, a little tooty in the office when, and this is probably what happened to me today. There are so many things going on. And then there are so many things coming at you from every single direction, mm -hmm. especially on a Monday morning. Like mm. most people take the weekends Mondays. off and then they take a fucking dump on your face on Monday yeah. because on they took the weekend off yeah, right directly it. on your face. Imagine it. that. I mean, a and then and then when you have three or four people doing that to you, mm -hmm. it gets pretty messy. Right. Super I mean, a and <laughs> a lot of shit to clean up. There's a lot of shit to clean up. People do that on Monday mornings. If you're super prepared your night before, you're going to be able to, to handle that a little bit better. Right. So. Yeah. But emotions in the workplace, is it a racket? I think I think too much emotions can be a racket because you should be, right. as Billy Belichick would say up there in Patriot Land, uh, you should be doing your job. I do think, though, that to counteract it, though, I think that sometimes emotions are good, too, because you can at least get to the root of the problem, figure out what it is, nip it in the bud, and then proceed on. Nip so. it in the butt. Is what? It, oh, don't we do that? Is it the butt? Is it the bud? The bud. Here in the real word, it's the butt. Oh, so it's the butt. So we're shitting on our faces and no, nipping it in the butt. No, awesome! This is a great day. I love episode forty-nine. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
<laughs> All right, guys. Really awesome. appreciate it. Next week's episode 50. If, 50. You, if you got anything for episode 50 that you really want us to talk about, please, what is that? please. Silver, gold? Gold is 50 gold? Mm, I think 50 silver. Dude, like, we could, like, wear all gold. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be something. There's going to, something's going to happen. Something will happen. If you have anything that you want us to cover in episode 50, please drop it in the comments. We've appreciated everybody following along the show and uh, appreciate all your support. And we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Keep it real. Bye.